At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line here on a Friday. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he's Michael Lombardi. And yesterday was a reminder, Michael Lombardi, that betting is not a mock. It's a market. And what transpired yesterday with the Insider and Woj, and it's going to... We're going to hear about this for years to come. It was fascinating what happened with that NBA draft market. And by the way, as before we say hi to you, quickly, Ben Fox had the best write-up as far as what happened, what transpired leading up to the draft, what happened at a multitude of books. You can go to vcin.com and check out Ben Fox's write-up on the 2022 NBA draft. How you doing, man? I'm great. Thank you. I I, I do. I I think uh, we have to take... uh, uh, a kind of an applause to the betting market. I mean, to, to think that Woj, I mean, he's been on a bad streak, let's face it. He didn't have the Harden trade. And then last night, I mean, this is so, to me, not typical of, of his sources leaving him out like that. And, I mean, e- even how you could arrange it, it it's kind of uh, – embarrassing for him i feel badly because he was lied to clearly he went and checked his sources and they confirmed it and then at the 11th hour they they kind of backed away and they didn't you know say anything look it it, it was surprising to me because i don't ever anticipate somebody's going to do that but i think we've now entered a different world and we've got to be and i've got to adjust to it is what we're seeing with the betting market there's no doubt 
Yeah, I think you're 100% right. There's the Ben Fox tweet. The reverberation will be felt for a while with what happened. The Woj bomb, as you mentioned, blew up in his face. He said increasingly firm. The prediction certainly wasn't. And you could tell he got duped. You could tell live on television, Woj got duped. He was bumbling and stumbling all over the place. He was yeah, shook. I mean... I mean, you know, I have a buddy in the league that said that, you know, they, they won't lie to, you know, most teams never lie to them, you know, and, and because they'll be hell to pay. There's going to be retribution here. There's no <laughs> doubt. I mean, there's going to be retribution, that, you know, here. So, but I, I think a lot of the rumors we were hearing, you know, the 76ers are trading for Gordon, they're doing this, and they didn't, you know, a lot of the stuff we heard kind of didn't pan out. And uh, look, I, I think you had a hell of a night. I mean, let's be clear. You had one hell of a night because. <laughs> because <laughs> the Pistons were fortunate to do what they did, and you know they they ended up coming back and getting and give Troy Weaver a ton of credit. I mean, he he made a couple great picks, and he's got this thing going again. I don't know if last night was my birthday or I got married, uh, but yeah. I got more text messages than I've ever received in like a year and a half. I, I mean, even <laughs> Millie was saying to me last night. I was at this. Uh, I was at Bill Berman's daughter's pageant for Miss New Jersey, and so I'm sitting there looking, and she said, "Did Patrick get his guy?" <laughs> Thank you, you know, Millie. Like, you know, Thank you, yeah, Millie. Like, did Patrick get his guy? Yeah, he got his guy. Don't worry. Patrick's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Meanwhile, I'm not going to be okay because as I, it was coming down, I knew what was happening. You know, there's no chance. Well, we'll get to your 76ers. I will say on the side, you did a good job because Millie cooked when she was here. And I must say it's the best meal that includes restaurants uh, I've had in three years in Las Vegas. I, that's an aside. Well, um, you're going to have to come back here yeah, to get I, the I, real deal. I, that, no, that was, that was incredible to say the least. Okay. So again, you know, the betters were right. Uh, the insiders were wrong. We'll just leave it at that. We won't just pit, pin it on Woj. Uh, Got to give credit to, to Gil, who precedes us here, and, and Drew Disnick, who is whale capper on Twitter. What And what I liked about what they said about the market, then we'll get into the specific picks. It's not like they had inside information, Michael. It was just mild. It was wildly uh, mispriced, that being the market. Meaning, Bancaro's sitting 20 to 1, 25 to 1 on Saturday. It's not about inside information at, the, at that point. It's about that number. It's not a true number at 25 to 1. No, and, and you know, and, and the one guy who played against both players, Holmgren and and played against all three players, let me put it that way. He played against Pablo, he played against Holmgren, and he played against Smith. And when I was with Musselman in Carolina a couple to, ten days ago, it, it, it for him it wasn't close. Really? For him it wasn't close. He only talked to one team picking in the top three. He, you know, but, but he was the one coach who played against all of them. And it wasn't close to him. And I, I've said that. Yes, I said it on the air yesterday. I didn't attribute it to Eric, but the, but now I will. It, you know, he played against him. He saw him. But you know, and so it, it it the pick didn't surprise me. The fact that Woj was wrong surprised me more. You know, I, I think that's what we're all seeing. I mean, Bacaro was at least listening to must talk about him. He said they had an answer for Holmgren. They had an answer for Smith. They had no answer for Bancaro. Really? Okay. Yes, you did say that yesterday, but now you can attribute that to Coach Musselman down there, Arkansas. He said, clearing away, we were talking about the tiers. So Bancaro, Holmgren, and Smith fit in the tier one, but he it sounds like he had a separation with Bancaro between the other two. 
Yeah, he didn't have an answer for him. You know, he, gotcha. he was clear. He said, look, they, uh, we had no answer. We couldn't really handle him. He was just too good. We didn't. It, whereas Holmgren, they felt they could push around. You know, they felt Holmgren wasn't going to match the physicality. And Smith, they felt like they could go defend him and, and handle him. But Bancaro, they had no answer. So, you know, the pick to me, it, it, that's not the surprising point. I think I, I think certainly Gill and and Drew were right in the sense the market didn't really take it into account. Like when we talked about the lottery, we thought Ben Carroll might be the first pick overall. It never happened. The market kind of got set. The Holmgren train kind of ran away with itself. So, you know, I, I think ultimately you got to come back to what you what you see. And sometimes the betting market setting those odds, there is some way that you can gain a slight advantage. What's fascinating about betting, and this is what new bettors have to understand, is every casino is different. Every offshore book is different. Every state is different. It's provincial as far as how people bet. And here's a look. Remember, Vinny sat with us, who's a Hall of Famer, runs the book here at the South Point with Chris Andrews, another Hall of Famer. And he said they weren't getting action here at the South Point. South Point is a little bit of a neighborhood book. Look what happened at Caesars, according to Ben Fox. He told Caesars uh, sportsbook director told Ben Fox that their market for 2022, Michael, in the NBA draft number one overall as far as the prop and the pick, did 10x more than this year's NFL draft number one market, just the number one market. That is, that is incredible, and it gives you an idea of how book-to-book book this very much varies. Yeah, it really does. And look, it also gives you an idea that there is, that, that there is inside information that gets out, that the betting market is wired somewhere. You know, because that number wouldn't move without somebody playing it. And somebody had information, and information is still the king of all this. And if you have the best information, you've got a chance. So, uh, I mean, I, I think, you, you know, clearly that's been the case. You've got to pay attention to it. Somebody knows something that's different than perhaps what even these guys that are, that, that are the so-called experts on ESPN that are making a ton of money aren't. That is, that is incredible, and it's also important because I was kind of monitoring my live screen yesterday and also checking out certain books in town. Remember, you had to pull them down on Wednesday here in town at 5 p.m. However, offshore books still had, many still had the number posted for number one overall, but I noticed throughout the day a lot of the offshore books I used to use when I wasn't here in Vegas, they started to pull down that bet as well. So they couldn't price it right. You know, you had sharp bettors getting back on Jabari Smith because his number had shortened to like minus 135. So again, just the importance of always playing the number, regardless of the information, professional bettors are going to play the number. So some of them were even buying back on Jabari Smith, regardless of the information, because it was a short price. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I think that, you know, because, and, and then why wouldn't you buy back on them? Because look, let's face it, Woj came out, once the betting market started to move, Woj came out and doubled down. He did. I mean, he, he doubled did. down on he it. Did. So yep. why wouldn't you? I mean, I bought the double down. I'll be first to admit it, I'm guilty of buying. When he said, when he doubled down like that, like he didn't, you know, the difference between Woj and, and, and Schefter a little bit is Schefter always gives himself an out. You know, sources, you know, based if everything goes right, here's what's going to happen. Where I, I thought Woj doubled down on that. I thought he felt like, okay, I got this from somebody really reliable, and I don't need to worry about it. This is perfect. And look, guy, people lie to you all the time. And, you know, I've been lied to. We've all been lied to as we're trying to get information because they're concerned about it. It's kind of a, it's a backhanded compliment because he can determine if you don't tell, he can set everybody straight. So if you lie to him, you're going to get everybody off course. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only question is who had a better night, uh, Bancaro or Shams Sharania? The other NBA insider. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I think what we have to do better, I, I have to do a better job of, 
you know, Shams never got into that that one two three battle. I never read from him. Did you see anything from him? I don't on think that? he specifically. He got involved as it started to hmm, crystallize, put it that way. So at 30 minutes, within 30 minutes of the draft starting, you started to see Shams get involved, where I think he started to get, you know, maybe he would argue, look, that's when I got the information, whereas Woj was taking a flyer. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not a great look for Woj. I know he's from New Jersey. It's not a great, it's not well, a great look, look the whole, for him. The whole, the whole thing, the whole uh, the whole. Broadcast wasn't a great look. Do you think that was a great look <laughs> was, at all? I was waiting. Now you were out, out of pocket, but I, I was I waiting. I couldn't really watch it. I actually had a better. You know, I'm getting Will Hill's text complaining to start off with, and eventually they had to go away. But you know, for them, I mean, like, what do you, like they can't do a better job with the draft show. The other problem is the other real problem is is the fact that you know it took how long till we knew about till we knew about the Knicks trade. I mean, seriously, that you could. There, there, it took forever. To, I, I mean, the Knicks are getting ripped on Twitter, and I don't know if that was the right thing to get ripped because we didn't ever found out about the trade. The coverage, I'm glad that you were out of pocket because the yeah. coverage was rough. Now, they had two different broadcasts. They had Stephen A. and Spike Lee on one broadcast, and then they had Big Perk and others on the uh, – Jay Billis was there. Jay Billis did a fine job. I, I will say that. But they went – Bobby Marks, your boy, was in attendance this time. He wasn't remote. I saw him there. I saw him there, and I saw that he was, you know, on the desk with Woj. But, you know, look, I, I, but the, some of the comparisons that I was reading or seeing, I had I had it on. I mean, like, seriously, Ben Simmons and – did they compare Bonchero to Ben Simmons? Are yes. You kidding? Are we yes. Uh, Big Perk I mean, is famous for his comps. That one, not so great. Not let's, so much. Let's Not be, so good. Now, when we come back, we have to discuss. I actually think the draft turned out well for your 76ers. I think what they did, I think what Maury did was very sage and very savvy. And uh, we'll get into some of the individual good. picks. It was a big night. Big night for the no markets doubt. as well. The reverberations, as, it, as Ben Fox put it, will be felt for a long time. I think Chris Andrews said he's done booking these individual bets like this. So yeah, we'll come back and continue to discuss the draft here. Lombardi Line on a Friday. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, thank you. VSEN Summer Special, it's here. It's 19 bucks. So here's what I would say to you. Like last night, you don't want to get caught in the dark, and we'll protect you for 19 bucks. VEASAN.com slash summer. Now through the end of July, you can sign up, get our daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf. You can read Michael Lombardi as well over at VEASAN.com. Point spread weekly, which essentially drops every Wednesday. It does drop every Wednesday, and it teaches you how to be a better better, and that's important. So... First off, check that out, vsun.com slash summer. And if you want the comprehensive look of what happened with the market in the NBA draft, make sure you go check out Ben Fox's article right now at vsun.com. One thing we do know is we welcome you back. Hope you're having a nice uh, Friday. One thing we do know is, and we can get into this more with Thomas Gable because he was fired up. Michael, he was texting me about the draft and booking it. One thing we do understand is there are syndicates that have better information than insiders because the syndicates, it's not conditional. Meaning, Woj gets used. Shams gets right. used. You know how the insider information, uh, that, how that market works itself. It's a whole racket, right? So they can be no used, doubt. and they can be used as leverage. Whereas syndicates are just, they're just moving, they're moving units, and they're getting information. And that is, that is real. Yeah. And in, in this market, obviously, you know, which is surprising because typically in the past, you know, whatever you think of Woj or any of the guys that do the insider stuff, you always kind of, it was pretty reliable. The Absolutely. NBA seems to be more of a free flowing information, but I, I actually, to be honest, I think it's been, the, I think it's changed. I think we've even like the Philadelphia, there were all the rumors that, that Danny Green's going for this ended up going completely in a different direction. So obviously they're 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 playing it a little closer to the vest than we thought. And I will just say there's a difference between what was happening with Gil Alexander, of course, and Drew Disnick. They they admitted they didn't have inside information. They were betting the price. So again, it's always important. When Michael yeah. talk, we talk about it with but, Michael yeah. extensively during the football season. It's about prices. It's not about analysis or teams. It's about the price. Yeah, I, and look, I, I, you know, and you hit that, and congratulations to Gil and and Drew for hitting. But I mean, how many times have we seen that price be really good? I call it a St. Jude's pick, right? Yep. yep you yep, know, yep. sometimes, you know, I mean, you got to tally it all up. You got to tally it up. How many times have you played prices that haven't worked out? Sure. 
Absolutely. Like, what's that one loss record? Like, and I'm not dismissing what they did. Congratulations to both gentlemen. But the reality of it is, how many times have you said, hey, that's a really good price on that player. Let's play that when it, you, the guy has no chance to do it. Yep. And, and maybe it's easier for me to see in football than in basketball. Like, to me, I have a hard time. Not any longer, but I have a hard time believing that somebody was going to lie to Woj because there's going to be hell to pay. John Hammond's going to have hell to pay here. I mean, <laughs> he's such a nice guy. Uh, poor John Hammond. Um, I mean, he's going to have hell to pay because, I mean, as much as Woj tried to position it, you know, to me, what he just should have come out and said instead of saying, you know, things have changed, look, I got lied to. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I got lied to. I was told this. I verified it twice. Here's where I am. And, you know, this is going to happen, and I apologize, and I'll do a better job moving forward. You, instead, of trying to, instead of trying to make it seem like, you know, he had it anyway. You know what? That's such a great point, because that transparency would have caused great theater, and then it would have made him seem sympathetic. So if, yeah. he, if he just threw it out there, as opposed to then the revision 30 minutes before the draft, trying to clean up your mess. No, say, look, I got duped. It happens in this business. I'll be better, but I got lied to. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to straighten this out. If he said that, all of a sudden we got a reality TV show, which this all really is. Yeah, and it, and it should have been because that's the truth. I mean, don't try to position. I mean, he looks worse positioning. The cover-up looks worse than the crime. You know, and so I, I, you know, I mean, now, now he's trying to position himself to be, no, look, I was wrong. I got lied to. I checked my sources. The next time I report about Orlando, I will no longer use those sources and I'll find some other way to get the truth out. Period. End of story. Yep. I totally now, John, agree. Now, you know, and, and uh, look, you, you could check his phone records. I don't believe for one minute that, that that Woj didn't make the call down there to find out. He's not lazy. He's working it, right? Mm -hmm. So he made the call. Somebody lied to him. It happens. It happens to all of us. It, it certainly does. I've been misled in the past as well. Uh, one thing that I will say is GM Troy Weaver there with the Pistons. Can we just talk about what he did as a GM yourself? Yeah. You'd really like this because he got crushed for not getting enough back with the Jeremy Grant trade. However, he used that first rounder with the Jeremy Grant trade in 2025. He used that cap space went to New York, got the pick for Jalen Duran, And Jalen Duran's a kid from Memphis that we talked about extensively during the tournament. A rim runner yeah. who is just athletic as all get out. Uh, Anthony Hardaway loves him. But essentially what Troy Weaver did was got Jalen Duran. Obviously, Ivy falls to him. He's going to cut Kemba Walker. But because of that cap space that he freed up with the Jeremy Grant trade, it allowed him to take on Kemba Walker. And, oh, by the way, they still have enough cap space to go out and sign uh, DeAndre Ayton or uh, Miles Bridges if they if they so choose. So they're in a great spot with Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bay, and this is a really good spot for the Pistons. Young wings, it, it, it really it it really is. And the fact is, to me, what I found interesting is is will they now sign Ayton? Is that rumor true? Like if you draft Doran, I know you know you're still a young team. You got to, wouldn't you want to grow with Doran then commit a bunch of money to Aiton? I yes, I would. And that was I mean, the, that me, was the number one. When question. they did that move, and I think this is the biggest mistake we make, and I think we made it with the Knicks last night. I have no idea how good the Knicks will be or what. But when you just look at one thing in a vacuum with teams, it's different in the NFL because we do free agency first, then the draft fits in. So we have a better way of evaluating the draft as it fits the free agency. In the NBA, it's, it's draft, then free agency. And unless you combine the two, you really can't get a read on the team. 
Like, there's no way you could post win-loss totals now in the NBA and really feel good about it. I'm sure they can. But what's going to happen in free agency? Where is Aiton going to show up? Will he go to? Will, is he going to go to? You know, is he going to go to the Pistons? I mean, the hard part of this whole thing is, you know, you go look at you. Can't, they can't even talk about it. They're not even allowed to. I mean, Maury's not allowed to talk about the trade he made because it goes against the rules. Well, what is it? June thirty first for, for free agency officially opening up. June thirty first, somewhere in there. So we got another week or so. I think it's June. There's. I think it's only June thir- or July first. I think it's July first okay. or June thirtieth. One of those days. So let me ask you a question. The question that was posed to me, and this was after congrats on Ivy, which I had nothing to do with, but thank you very much. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but after that, the main question: Do you want DeAndre Ayton? And you know what, Michael? I said no. Here's why. Give me all the wings. Continue to give me the wings. We've got... Exactly. You know, I mean, I don't want to go old school. And it's not that he's old school because he can stretch as well. And Aiden's just 23 and he's a tremendous player. But I don't even want the onus. You know, I don't even want the, the point of contention. I don't want the focus on him. I want it Cade Cunningham. And I'll tell you what. He's a natural distributor, but they've got a lot... You know, Ivy and Cade in the backcourt together, that's a lot of size. They could switch. There's just so much they can do with them. And by the and with Duran, just lob city, throwing up lobs and just dunking all over the place. I'd rather see him grow in his role than bring in Aiton. Yeah, no doubt. I, and why and here's the other factor. When you when you go you t- cap space, as we find out with these trades, Kemba Walker and all that, is as important as draft picks. So why do you want to tie up all that cap room with Aiton when you could put it into another wing? You know, and you could probably exactly. get a guy for a year to be your backup center or be the starting center as 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 uh, as he grows moving forward. You know, and so as Doran grows, but I I think ultimately you got to be really careful with your cap. I, that's why when they made the move for Doran, I felt like the Aiton rumors weren't true. Now, maybe they will be, but to me, I would rather have a young player, especially since I know I've probably got another year rebuilding to bring this team together. Oh, So I need a, I need a veteran center to come in and kind of work with Doran, kind of get him going, and then let him take over in a year. And by the way, we've got Marvin Bagley III. We've got, you remember the mistake made by, you know, one person's trash is another treasure. He actually played pretty well with the Pistons. And Isaiah Stewart, who, you know, he's not a starter, but he's a, he's a very good big uh, that can do a lot for you. So I would say no to Aiton. We have yet to get to what happened with your 76ers. We're going to do that. Um, I'll set it up here, and then we can continue the conversation. They were offering, the 76ers, they were offering Danny Green and that 23 overall to every team, including, I think, hockey teams. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to get no rid doubt. of Green and that 23 overall, and they, they did. They did him for- a favor, though. I know. They did him a favor. He gets to guarantee his money. I mean, they've got he's got to love it because now he's got $10 million that he wasn't going to have anyway. Anyway, the 76ers got themselves a player now, and we can come back and talk about DeAnthony Milton, who is a guy that just played 22 minutes. Remember, there was a dearth of wings there with the Grizzlies, young wings that they're trying to get playing time. And what I love about Milton, and we come back, I'll get your take on this, Milton, what I love about him is just the two, his two-way ability, his on-the-ball defensive prowess, and just his ability. He's a bigger guard. He's 6'2", but he's, you know, he, he built. And uh, I think... It's a very good contract for the next two years. I like what you did here, Michael. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the co- only concern I had is they didn't play him as much down the stretch in the playoff game. They missed the last two games. Uh, uh, he did, They didn't play him. He was a do not play. But everything you read, everything you hear, it, it seems like he's the perfect fit. But, but when we come back, 
to me, this is about the NBA. The teams that can develop talent, like this kid got developed, are the teams that'll get ahead of it. And what the hell are the Knicks doing? We'll discuss. And we could have potential information coming soon on Alvin Kamara. We'll update you on that next here at Lombardi Line on a Friday. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options. You can go in-game with the betting or boosted odds specials and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring your state-issued ID, and you're ready to bet within minutes here in Nevada. Make sure you check it out. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love the state-of-the-art technology with the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Again, over at VEASAN.com. Also, make sure you check out the Commander's article written by one Michael Lombardi, which is comprehensive when it comes to an organization. A fall from grace for when I was growing up with the Hogs in the 80s as a kid. Even the Little League, even the the Pop Warner team that I played for was at the time called the Redskins. I mean, it, and I was living in Michigan, so they were so popular. Make sure you check out the article over at vcin.com. And while you're there, check out Ben Fox really encapsulating what happened with the betting market uh, on draft night uh, and leading up to draft night at all a bunch of myriad of books. Okay, so quickly, we'll finish up on the 76ers and get to the Knicks and then also some uh, Kyrie and KD drama. I know that surprises you, Michael. De'Anthony uh, Melton. So they got, a, they got a big guard that can defend a two-way player, didn't play a ton of minutes with a crowded backcourt there with Memphis. What was your take on the trade with Maury here? Well, you can't pick a 23. I mean, it, you know, Doc's not playing some 18-, 19-year-old kid. He's not playing any rookies. Yeah. So it, it, with the 23rd pick and Doc Rivers is your head coach, he might as well just throw it in trash because it can't do any good. And so he did something with the contract that he had with Danny Green. He translated that into a wing player who could defend and shoot. He shoots one of the best three-point shooters from the from the, the perimeter in terms of the arc, uh, I mean, on the wing. So he gets a two-way defender, somebody that if they do trade Thibault, they actually get a, another defender to replace him. So you got to like the trade for where they are. You know, I'm a little nervous about the P.J. Tucker investing $30 million into a player that you probably feel like can't really help you. But, uh, I mean, can help you, but isn't going to help you for the long term. But let's face it, everything the Sixers are doing now is for the short term. So I like the move. I applaud him. I think he got something done. We'll see what happens. They don't have a lot of maneuverability now. I mean, they're going to have to, you know, so the Tucker deal and some of these other deals, if they're going after Gordon, they're all not going to be able to happen because of their cap. What's going to happen with Harden? I'm sure he's going to opt in. Oh. But are they going to extend today? Yeah, he admitted today that it's a love fest between both of them. So he's going to extend them. Now it's, you know, the re- rumors, and again, these are rumors that it's going to be a short-term deal. So, yeah, I, I think there's no doubt that, that he's going to opt in and then they're going to extend them two years. I mean, look, they're, they're committed to this approach for the next two years. Now, once you get past the next two years, this, this franchise could look like a disaster. But I think for the next two years, they're going to try to see if they can win a title. Just once, once. Over my lifetime, I want to find the type of love that Maury yeah. has for Harden. I want Loyalty to feel love. that. I want to feel that Loyalty type of love. love. And I don't care if well, it's from a he's girl or a guy. He's getting some <laughs> criticism for you know bringing another rocket player in, and you know he's trying to recreate the what the seventeen or eighteen rockets that didn't win. Right. 
But, I mean, he's going with what he knows. He knows his coach isn't going to develop any talent. I mean, that's the thing about Melton that's so hilarious, right? Like, here's a kid who gets drafted in the second round. He works through his game. He's tough. He's consistent. He goes through the developmental program. All of a sudden, you know, he's making $8 million a year. I mean, you, not that he's going to be a superstar, but he's a really good role player. I mean, you can develop those. Doc has no interest in doing that. Doc has zero interest. He wants players that come in and play right away. And so he doesn't want to go through that growth period. And for Maury, why would you use a first-round pick on a guy that's going to be in the G League anyway? They did that last Last year, with the kid they drafted from Tennessee, I didn't see. I was thinking about the Ben Simmons picture when he was fishing on that big yacht oh, somewhere it. off yeah. of Key West. We, it we talk, like. yeah. Uh, but I yeah. was was Doc in the background? Was Doc fishing with yeah. him? They, those two don't <laughs> hang out. No, I'm just, I'm playing. The other the other text I got today was from a Nets fan, and he said, "Bro, your team is all of a sudden ascending, and my team." is in disarray, and that being the Nets. Where is Kyrie going to play? He just handed the Nets a list of potential sign-and-trade. Remember, he's got a contract coming up. So, he, you know, the Lakers, the Knicks, there's others involved, but it's a mess with Kyrie. Yeah, and I think it's – and, you know, as we've often said on this show, nothing says I'm sorry more than money. So the only way the Nets get out of this is if they – you know, it's a demand by Kyrie. And I was talking to a guy in the league that, you know, Kyrie has certain teams he wants to go to. I think Dallas, he loves Jason Kidd. I think he and Jason Kidd have a great relationship. Now, one of the things that, you know, and I read this online by Ryan McDonough on Twitter, and he basically made it very clear that here are the options. You know, and if once if Kyrie says trade me, you know, the value that they're going to get back for him is going to be minimal. It's going to be very minimal. It's not going to be what they want. If he opts out, it's nothing. So, you know, he controls this. It's different than football. Football, you don't control it. But because he has that player option that he opts out, I, I would be surprised. If, I mean, look, the Nets have, unless they just acquiesce to Kyrie and give in to the demands because they feel like they have to to make Durant happy, I think, I think this could be an interesting spring, an interesting summer. Could he play somewhere else? I, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, when you talk to people in the league about Kyrie, Forgetting the, and you can't forget it, but just move it over to the side for a minute. The, the, they talk about his game in reverence, right? That they love the way he, pl he plays for an undersized guard, 6'2", whatever he is. He's one of the best players they've ever watched. Mm -hmm. However, that other stuff that we just put to the side conflicts with the stuff of being the great player. Oh, the talent is undeniable. By the way, the market's shaking a little bit here with the title market as far as the Nets. They've shifted. They've shifted. Pardon me, from eight to one to fourteen to one. No surprise there as that lengthens. Uh, the question is, KD. Here's the tweet from Woj. This one's correct about Kyrie. Uh, sources: If Kyrie, Kyrie Irving can't reach an agreement to stay in Brooklyn, he has a list of teams he'd like them to consider on sign and trades. That includes Michael, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, the Heat, the Mavs, as you said, and the 76ers. None of those teams have the cap space to sign him without the Nets' help, and that is the situation. That's the issue. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the Nets. Sean Marks is in for a long summer. I don't think he's going to take it. I don't think he's going to take any time off. Do you? No, and uh, Bond just telling me my ear. Irving has until the 29th to decide, so that must add up to what you said as far as free agency officially opening the 30th or the 1st. Um, the KD thing, if you think about the trajectory or just the timeline of K KD's career, almost got there with the team that drafted him from Seattle to Oklahoma City, right? Peak popularity. 
Right. He then he then joins the Warriors, wins two championships, and of course two NBA Finals MVPs. And then he creates his own team with the Nets. By the way, he signed with the Nets without talking to the GM or the or, or the owner. Is what is what he said. Like he just chose the Nets, and then now he built this. Now Harden's gone. Now Kyrie's. This is disarray. It is really fascinating what's happened with KD here. Yeah, but it all can come together because he's still one of the best players in the he's, league. He's right? fantastic. I mean, you know, you get him with anybody. You put you put him on with another guy, and imagine what he can do if he stays healthy, which has been a little bit of an issue, right? So, you know, I, that's why those odds didn't go from eight to one to eighty to one. They only yeah. went to fourteen because he's still there. Now, watch him go to seventy to one when he if he leaves. I I, I mean, to me, I don't. I, I think you've got to wonder what is the long range plan for Brooklyn. If you're the, if you're Sean Marks, where are we going? Where are we going? And I, I mean, and I can say that a lot easier than he can because I didn't have to deal with Kyrie every single day going through COVID, not playing, and dealing with that. You, you know what? As an executive, you get so frustrated because you're dealing with something that your your reasoning just becomes, I, I can't deal with the guy anymore. As I wrote about in my new book, I mean, the way often trades happen is just get the guy out of the building, right? And that's because of because of, you know, you're just tired of dealing with it. I think a little bit of that was with Russell Wilson in Seattle. I think they just got tired of dealing with Russell. But don't you think with Kyrie, if you're Marks or a general manager in particular, that you could, you could ma manipulate the conversation a little bit like this. Sit down with Kyrie and say, you know, this flat earth thing, I'm kind of with you, bro. And then when you say that, and then you also say, I don't believe in dinosaurs either, and then you kind of got them on your side, and you can work <laughs> from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's a hard conversation. I, I think it it's might really be. challenging. You know, <laughs> yes. I, I don't, you know, and it does appear I, the does earth he, is round, to be fair, but if you just want to get the contract done, it's flat. But do you think do you think that do you, he might have somebody else in the meeting? Like, you, you know, that like I'm told that, there's a strength coach that unless you have this certain strength coach, you're never going to get Kyrie to do what you need him to do. So there's like all these all these tentacles that follow him, you know. And I can I can imagine for Sean Marks, it's exhausting. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. Give me a player from the NFL that comps to Kyrie. Ky Kyrie is an all-world generational talent, but there's this. Thing that it always comes with them, this cloud. Give me that player in the NFL. You know, I would say Jeff George. I mean, he was a uh, general. Arm talent I mean, was insane. Arm talent, had feet, was quick, had a great release. You know, I, I'm not sure where he was in terms of toughness, but his his for his talent level That's a good one. and his ability to play quarterback, it really underachieved. I mean, it really fell short because that arm if he would have gotten to the right place with the right time, I mean, a lot of this is how do you handle the player? You let Baker Mayfield come into your building and all of a sudden he has 75 commercials. That's on you. Like, how you raise your pups is going to be whether they turn into what you need them to be. You know, it's not crazy for those that remember and that quick release to say Jeff, Jorn, Jeff George had the most arm talent I've ever seen. Like, it's not crazy it's so to say. I mean, he it was unbelievable. He could put the ball, and, and he had accuracy. He could put it anywhere he wanted. We're back with Wes.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, of course, the first inning in baseball is unpredictable, but you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM like I did last night, Yankees, Astros, and the Astros played at three runs, but I'm not bitter. Make a no-run first inning prop bet on any Friday baseball game, of course, Major League Baseball. If only one run is scored in the first, you're going to get your stake back, so you can lose the bet and still get your cash back because of BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, nobody's better. No-run first inning bet, go check it out right now at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. It's got to be 21 years or older. New and existing customer offer, so those that are already involved can get in. Opt-in is required. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. He's Michael Lombardi. The big guy is back. Uh, I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We welcome in 
our buddy, our contemporary, Wes Reynolds, who, as we say hi to Wes, he's got to play on uh, Stanley Cup tonight, game five there in Colorado, back to the elevation. As we say hi to Wes, Wes, I know you weren't involved and didn't have many bets on the draft itself. You just want to talk about the fiasco that it was and what happened leading up to the draft? Yeah, Patrick and Michael, thank you for having me this morning. But you see why the books don't necessarily want to book draft. I don't care if it's NFL draft or NBA draft. NFL, look, they're going to have to book it, especially out here in Nevada where you have a, a one of the 32 football teams in the National Football League. So you kind of have to book NFL draft. You know, pretty much your entire competition is doing it. So you're going to have to do that. But NBA draft a little bit more niche and really the draft markets are niche anyway and you know you got to try to take lower limits because that's really one of the few markets the draft markets where the players really have an edge over the books because not only do they potentially get information or even false information as it were in the case of last night you get that information at the same time and this is where the players can really take advantage because the guys behind the counter look they're going to be, you know, nose deep into the actual games, like the NBA games, the NFL games, baseball, what have you. They're not going to be booking this market that closely just because they don't have the time. So you have players that can take advantage of that. So when, like, this market opens at a couple books and Paulo Bongaro is like three to one, and then all of a sudden drifts to close to 20 to one, guys can just say, hey, that's a mispriced number. You know, we think the gap is a little bit more narrow because – we did. We looked at the draft. We didn't think that there was like a really clear cut number one. Now the mock drafts told us that Jabari Smith was the clear cut number one, but those guys can be wrong. And you know, we see journalists, even journalists that are very well sourced, like we saw last night, they can get lied to or they could get some misinformation fed out there that they put in the market. We saw Adrian Wojnarowski doubled down yesterday morning, said it's going Smith, Chet Holmgren. Paulo Boncaro, then all of a sudden all the markets follow Woj to the window. And then you see Jabari Smith go back to like minus three, four, five hundred. So that's just what happens. And that's why the draft is so hard to not only bet, but especially hard to book. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the double down was the one that and he left no wiggle room in that. That that to me was the concern. I, you know, credit to to uh to Gill and to Drew for taking that and, and ignoring it. I I was too believable in 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 Woj to think that he would he would double down on that. You know, like there's no reason to double down if he didn't get that confirmed back to him. And he put it out. There was no, there was no wiggle room in what he wrote. None at all. No, not not at all. And and I think when you put yourself out like there like that, you do leave yourself to ridicule on social media, fair or unfair, you know, where you can kind of say, and just like us as vetters, if we get one wrong, hey, we messed up. You trusted us. You know, like uh, Eric Stratton says to flounder in Animal House. But I, I just think, you know, you didn't really have a clear-cut number one. Like, next year, you're going to have a clear-cut number one with the kid uh, Webanyama from France, uh, the seven-foot-three kid with the seven-nine wingspan. He's probably going to be the most clear-cut number one in the draft since LeBron James. But this year, you had three guys that I think were kind of right there together with Smith and with Holmgren and with Bon Caro. And look, good job by Orlando. And that's what you have to do sometimes in draft time. Michael, you've been in enough 
draft rooms in yeah. the NFL where it's like, we don't want to tip our hand. We don't want to put everything out there, you know? So maybe we're going to try to make some people zag when we're zigging a little bit. That's just the name of the game. Right. But when you have the first pick overall, what do you, what do you have to, who are you trying to fool? You know, who are you, who are you right. I mean, I could see, I mean, like, wh- who are you trying to fool? If I were Woj, like, why you got to lie to me? I mean, you know, like, why are you deceiving me with this pick? You know, because you, you have, nobody's going to jump you. You're like, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, it's, it was weird. Well, Go ahead, Wes. Well, I was going to say the first thing that I thought when this happened, when you started to see, because I saw all the mocks, Smith, 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 number one to Orlando. And then I saw Houston, who's sitting there at number three. They trade Christian Wood to Dallas, you know, as part of the rebuild, and probably because this is the last year of the contract, and they were going to have to pay him an absolute ton of money. So it's like, okay, they're in the market for, you know, a big athletic big guy. So I thought, okay, they'd be interested maybe in Bon Caro. So maybe Orlando kind of tries to put that out there to say, okay, are they going to trade up with us? You know, will they do something dumb and probably trade a lot of extra value to move up two spots for, I think, two players that are pretty similar. So that's the only reason maybe I thought Orlando, unless they're genuinely interested, could have been putting that out there to see if somebody bites and trades up with them. We'll get a pick from Wes on Game 5 tonight, but I have a question for both of you. And, Michael, I'm going to start with you. So we understand that the Knicks traded pick 11 and essentially flipped those into three future first-rounders, which, by the way, are all protected, so there's not a ton of value there. What they were trying to do is clear up cap space to chase Mm -hmm. Jalen Brunson. Leon Rosen, World Wide West, run the franchise. And we do know that Rick Brunson is on the Knicks coaching staff. That's Jalen Brunson's father. Start with you, Michael. Giving Jalen Brunson the max, I mean, isn't that a bit much that's insane he's a nice player is he a max player you know I think that is I mean and Wes was sitting courtside at one of the playoff games down there in Dallas I mean the, all the Mavericks know that he was there to tamper not to watch the game so you know I, I do I do think it's a little I mean I think he's a really good player but I think the problem in the NBA as we saw in the tournament as we saw in the finals what we call elite sometimes isn't elite and guys are getting max contracts that aren't elite you know, Tobias Harris gets almost a max contract. He's far from elite. He's a good player, you know, but as much as this is the important thing, as much as the player's good, the contract's got to be as good. Yep. If there's an imbalance there, then you've got real problems. And this Brunson deal, there'll be an imbalance. Wes, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and Jalen Brunson on the max does not equal a championship. Fair? No, I don't think so. And look, the Knicks are – you know, in the market for a point guard, there was teams, I think, including my Indiana Pacers, that were trying to dump Malcolm Brogdon off and see if they could get that late lottery pick last night. The Knicks didn't take the bait. There was rumors that maybe the Knicks were going to try to trade off to see if they could get Jaden Ivey at potentially number four because that seemed like the spot for him, even though Sacramento, uh, Randevy ended up winning out and got Keegan Murray out of Iowa. That's a player he wanted, and Jaden Ivey made it clear he didn't want to be in Sacramento, so he falls to the Pistons, and the Pistons, I think, get absolutely fortunate. But you're right, Patrick. I don't think that this does equal championship, And but I looked at what the Knicks did, and they got a lot of the Thunders capital, this draft capital that Sam Presti has built up over the years, and you get these protected lottery picks, and then plus another one, protected top 14, I should say, two of them, and then one is protected in the top 18. But, 
you know, does that mean, okay, the Knicks are kind of going to punt on this season and then see what they could do where they could potentially have three lottery picks in 2023? I don't know, but I know that they are still very much looking for a point guard. Okay, Wes, I got a minute here, so let's do it. Tampa Bay, Colorado, they returned to elevation there in Colorado. I think you're going to play the over six here. Yeah, we finally got an under in the last game, 3-2 to two going into overtime. And you still got injuries on both sides. You still got Sorelli and Point on Tampa Bay. You got Barakovsky on the Colorado side. But Kadri did turn back, and he turned out to be the difference maker, scored the game winner in overtime. When you get closeout games like this, I tend to think, okay, everybody just gravitates toward the under. And look, I've, I've missed a couple unders in this series, but got one there in game four. But... I think as you maybe see some good injury news for either one of these teams later this afternoon, you're going to start to see some over. You can still get some plus money out there. There's a couple places uh, in the market in Las Vegas where it's six juice to the under minus 125. And those are kind of what I would call quote unquote square books. So that leads me a little bit to the over tonight, over six plus a dollar five. He is VEASAN host Wes Reynolds. You can find him on Twitter, Wes Reynolds one. He's the best. Thanks, Wes. Thanks, Wes. You bet, guys. Thank you. Okay. Potentially an answer coming soon on Alvin Kamara. We'll get Michael's take on that. Plus, a big-time retirement in the NFL kind of went under the radar. We haven't heard Michael's reaction. We did see a reaction at M. Lombardi NFL, but I was probably ignoring the reaction to the retirement because I was focused on Harry Truman. That is my guy. Shout to Independence. We're back with NFL news here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.